From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, the summer is winding down. We've just got about another uh, week or two of uh, summer, and it's been a long, hot summer, and nothing has been more refreshing, at least for me, uh, than a nice cold glass of beer. And one place where you can get a nice cold glass of beer or a growler of beer right from the guy who makes it is just down the river from you a piece. It's called Bloom Brew. Jeffrey Bloom is the founder. We're going to talk about uh, Bloom Brew, where it's located, how Jeffrey got into the brewing business, and uh, what you can do to sample uh, some of the product. Uh, good morning, Jeffrey. Good morning, and how are you? I'm very good. You are located in West Newton, and I used to joke that all roads lead to West Newton because it seems like wherever you go, Route 51, Route 136, Route 48, there's a sign that says how to get to West Newton. Um, for, for people who are not from the, the Mon Valley or the uh, Yakagani area, tell people whereabouts West Newton is in relation to Pittsburgh. Sure, in relation to Pittsburgh, if you would be coming from the South Hills area, um, it's, it's roughly... Um, 30 miles south of Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay. It's actually pretty centrally located between uh, Uniontown, Washington, and Greensburg. Mm -hmm. And it's basically 30 minutes in either direction, east, west, north, or south. If you are on a bicycle, it is also a trail town on the uh, Great Allegheny Passage. And we've talked about the trail uh, trails on this program before, um, and there is a lot to do in West Newton. It's a really charming kind of a little town. Tell us a little bit about uh, West Newton itself. Sure. West Newton is just a, a small community, uh, just a couple thousand people at this point, basically one square mile. Um, and they, they uh, a little bit of a past history, they used to uh, actually manufacture radiators, and they had some small commercial uh, uh, manufacturing back in the day. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's really becoming a small destination community um, with access to the Gap Trail, which which runs through town, as you had mentioned. And that trail uh, is now uh, fully operational all the way from Pittsburgh all the way to Washington, D.C. Uh, and we definitely get a lot of uh, a trail trip uh, traffic from that. And we're actually right on the uh, located on the banks of the Yonkagany River, so... During the, uh, the good weather, we get a lot of float trip traffic, uh, both with canoes, kayaks, whatever type of flotation device. And uh, a lot of people that are just driving in from other areas um, have a tendency to take 136. Mm-hmm. It's just a really nice uh, scenic drive to get up into the mountains as well. So if they're going to take a trip up to go hiking or camping or, you know, uh, so a lot of people just go, to, go through town and take that, uh, that pathway up into the mountains, so. We're talking this week with uh, Jeffrey Bloom. He's the founder of Bloom Brew in West Newton. We're going to talk about how business has been this summer, how he got into the microbrew business. And uh, right now we're talking about a little bit about uh, the, the hometown of Bloom Brew. Uh, Jeffrey, do, does your business have a website, and can you give us the address? It, uh, it does have a website. It's actually uh, www.bloombrew, and it's .weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, I do most of my face to 
face or you know daily face to face activity uh, with Facebook. Okay. Uh, so as far as events and just keeping everybody posted on a daily basis, that's usually the route we go. But we try to you know um, advertise on all the social media as far as uh, Twitter and Instagram and just try to you know whatever. Uh, Social media app everybody's comfortable with. We just want to make sure that we cover our bases with all that. So, so Facebook and, is the uh, is a is a quick way to get in touch with you. It is, okay. you know, Facebook, and uh, I answer anything, you know, with all the different messaging systems that we have now. So whether it's Twitter, Instagram, instant messaging on Facebook, uh, my phone number, which is uh, which is also on the website and posted on Facebook, you can call me or you can just simply message me, text me. And also through email. So, so what's the you know, what's your what's your number one? What's your phone number for folks who maybe are listening on the the radio and maybe are not super web savvy? Oh, absolutely! It's uh seven two four three two two four four nine four 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 nine four. A lot of people are listening to this program uh, first thing Sunday morning, and uh, they're they're either going to wake up and uh, I think by the end of the program they're going to want a beer. Uh, or, <laughs> or they're going to want to drive down and see you. What you're only open uh, a couple of days a week, though, correct? We are uh, currently we are open Wednesday evenings from four to ten. We are open Friday evenings from four to ten, and we are open Saturdays from noon until ten p.m. Noon until ten p.m. Ah, so you've got if you're listening to this on uh, Sunday morning uh, on the radio, you're going to have to wait until Wednesday to. Um, Visit Bloom Brew and uh, talk with Jeffrey Bloom, who is the founder, 724-322-4494, or uh, look for Bloom Brew on Facebook or on Google. Um, so we talked a little bit about Wes Newton. Um, you, 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 can, you mentioned the Yakagani River runs right past uh, your facility, so you've got people who are fishing, who are canoeing or rafting. Um, you've got the bike trail right there that cuts right through the, the heart of West Newton. Um, and, and you are, the, the town is developing as a little bit of a, of a tourist spot. You can get off the trail and you've got uh, some very nice, very cool little restaurants. And now they've got Bloom Brew. And how long have you been there? We've been there. We've been open for business since September of 2014. So okay. this this September, just a couple weeks away, will be our fourth year anniversary. Okay, uh, coming up on your fourth year, and you are located on the lower level of the uh, West Newton Fire Department, correct? Yes, that's correct. If you're on uh, Water Street, if you would cross the bridge coming into town, you would simply make a left onto Water Street, and you wouldn't even go roughly 150 yards. You'll see the Volunteer Fire Department on your left hand side. And a lot of people get a little little bit confused at that point, but if you just drive around to the back side of the building, our space is facing the river, so it's not visible from the road, but all you need to do is drive around the back of the building. We have plenty of signage once you get to that point, just to alert everybody where we're at. And we have a, uh, I, I definitely consider it to be one of the most scenic uh, venues in the area for sure. Did, did you grow up in, in West Newton, in the West Newton area? Are you a long-time resident? What hap- uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I'm originally from Belle Vernon, okay. and uh, I moved around a little bit you know, throughout the years. But um, I finally settled down in Ross Graver, which is where mm-hmm. I was originally from. And I'm only about three miles away from, from West Newton, mm-hmm. from where the brewery is located. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I definitely grew up in the area, and you know, I'm familiar with a lot of people and this is this is my home. So, uh, and did you originally intend as as a job as a career path uh, to to go into to beer making or into brewing? 
No, I actually have a full daylight job that I still uh, go to every day. Okay. And uh, that that company that I work for, I've been there for a very long time, and I have a few more years that I actually need to put in before I'll have my magic number that I can retire there officially. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, getting into the, you know, the, the portion of the beer story, did you want me to just sort of start from the beginning on that or how, how would you like me to jump into that uh let, let let's let's yeah let's start from the beginning and because again i think uh we're gonna have to take a break here in a minute or two but i think for a lot of us um the only thing we know about beer is that we we either like it or don't like it or that we drink it or we you know go to the beer store and we see it on the shelves so tell us um when did you get introduced to this learning how to brew beer yeah basically uh it was about 2007 so it was about 11 years ago my wife had actually bought me one of those Mr. Beer kits, mm-hmm. and I started making beer at home, and, and it was like, yeah, the beer's decent. You know, for what it was, it wasn't bad, but I knew that I could make a better product, and uh, I just started to take my time and slowly buy different homebrew equipment that would, you know, um, give me a better process, better product, and then uh, from there, it just sort of ramped up. It, you know, I just slowly bought more, more and more started to take over space in my home mm-hmm. and yeah you know before you knew it i had one room occupied then two rooms and i was calling my dining room my brewery <laughs> and uh I, my wife is very understanding with I, what apparently I did, sure you know and um i ended up getting a friend of mine involved from from my daylight job at work uh-huh. and uh i turned him on to you know learning how to brew we started to do a lot of shows together Okay. And uh, first, we were just taking beer in for friends and family, that type of a thing. And next thing you know, we were getting invited to larger shows, larger venues, and uh, it just it just got to the point where we had a lot of people that were in the industry that said, "Listen, I think you guys need to open up your own place." And we weren't even thinking about that at the time. We were just having fun doing it at that mm-hmm. at that level, you know. And then uh, a few, um, actually, a few more years went by. We just sort of hung out, spent a lot of time together, brewed, did all these shows, and eventually uh, just enjoyed it so much that we took a leap and just decided to open up the place that we're in now. So um, let's, let's take some a, things have changed. Yeah. So go ahead. Let's take a pause right there, and when we come back, I want to ask you about the learning process of, of you, you mentioned you went to some shows, so I would like to find out for people who maybe are interested in this, maybe they got a Mr. Beer kit and uh, don't know where to go from there, um, kind of what your sure. learning process was and, and how you made the leap from brewing in your dining room to uh, having a, a facility that the public can actually visit, okay? Absolutely. Uh, Jeffrey Bloom is the founder of Bloom Brew. They are located just down the river from us in West Newton. Our studio's on the bank of the Yakagani, and so is uh, Jeffrey's Brewery. 724-322-4494. They're open Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. You can also find them on Facebook under Bloom Brew, or you can go to bloombrew.weebly.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. 
Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Jeffrey Bloom. He is the founder and brewmaster at Bloom Brew. They are a craft brewery located in West Newton, which is a trail town on the Great Allegheny Passage. And a lot of people passing through there these days, either on the river or on their bicycles. 724-322-4494 is uh, the number for Bloom Brew. Or you can visit the website bloombrew.weebly.com, or you can find them on Facebook. When we took the break, we were talking about how you, your, your wife got you a Mr. Beer kit, a home brewing kit, and you kind of looked at what you got and you said, I can do better than that. Where did you go to learn? How, how does one learn how to home brew beer? You know what? I mean, there's, there's so many people that come from different backgrounds. Uh, some people go for some formal education, you know, uh, sort of back in the day when I started, which it sounds so long ago, but there weren't many offerings that, that I was able to attend. But what I did do was just simply do as much research that I could. I, I read, and I also um, basically uh, went to other breweries and asked them if I could volunteer to do anything just to be able to learn. Okay. Uh, you know, so I, I definitely spent some time in some of the, the larger breweries we had in the area and just absorbed as much information that I could. You and, know. and I'm assuming there's a lot on the Internet. I mean, are there good Internet resources as well? There is, and I mean, yeah, there's there's just a lot of good uh, books that are out there as well, and, you know, depending upon, um, you know, when you have time or what you can look at, or it's it's nice to be able to just grab a book and jump back into that, you okay. know, if, if you only have limited time, or if you're able to set up at your at your laptop or maybe your desktop at home and, and definitely spend some time just Googling everything and, and looking for all your resources, but absolutely there's a lot out there. You mentioned that you and your your friend were going to shows. Are these shows for craft brewing enthusiasts? They were. Okay. You know, so what 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 sort of started out is we were just looking at some you know local venues. Um, one of the first shows that we had participated in was a show that was for Bronzeville area revitalization. You know. Okay. And. People would just say, hey, would you mind coming and setting up at the show and giving out free beer samples? And everything was a little bit hazy back then as far as what you could or could not do because the laws just hadn't progressed to the point where they're at today. Um, so we were, we were fairly safe, and, you know, if somebody would sell a ticket, we were just giving our product away, you know. Some people had insurance issues and, you know, different things that we had to bounce around with, but... Uh, as time went on, the shows just, you know, we were asked to do larger and sh larger shows. So I think the first show we had, like, less than 50 people. And it got to the point where we were doing shows where there were literally a 1,000 people. Okay. You know? So it uh, just, sort of, just sort of blew up from there. But um, it was, like I said, it was a couple more years before we, we just finally uh, made a decision to open up the, the brewery that we have on the scope and the scale that we, that we operate at today. Uh, we're talking with Jeffrey Bloom from Bloom Brew. They're located uh, just down the river from us in West Newton. 724-322-4494 is the phone number. They are open Wednesdays and Fridays from 4 until 10, and Saturday afternoons from 12 until 10. They're on the lower level of the West Newton Volunteer Fire Department, right on the banks uh, of the Yakagani, as Jeff said. And um, you, you have food trucks there. Is, will that continue through the fall as well? That's on Saturdays? We do. Uh, that was actually something that was new with us, and, you know, without getting into detail, we've been in that space just simply uh, giving away samples and selling growlers. Uh -huh. And then just recently uh, we had some changes and came to some agreements, and now we're able to sell pints. Uh, we actively have food trucks 
on both Fridays and Saturdays. And we're trying to get some live music in on uh, on certain days on Saturdays. Okay. So business has really ramped up for us. And, um, you know, you can absolutely uh, come. And we have a total of 24 beers that are on tap. So that's one thing that we're known for. 24? Not too many. Yeah, 24. Yeah. So not, not too many people... Um, People that have larger breweries, you know, obviously brew larger batches of beer than we do. So when they brew one one batch of beer, it could be upwards of, you know, 30 barrels of of the same beer. Mm -hmm. And we only brew one barrel batches at a time, and that enables us to be able just to be able to have the larger variety of what we offer. Well, how much is in, if you can define some some terms for for folks, how much is in a barrel, for instance? Give me an idea how many pints or how many glasses that you get out of a barrel. Sure. One one barrel equates to 31 gallons. Okay. And we put all of our beer in what they call a sixthal, so it's a sixth of a keg. Okay. And that sixthal holds five gallons, which is the equivalent of roughly 40 pints. Okay. Okay. So you can draw 40 pints of beer off one of those sixtals, so times six six of that, you can get two hundred and forty glasses thereabouts. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and uh, you, t- you talked about a growler for for people who maybe haven't been to a, a craft brewery. What's a growler? A growler is just a vessel that we're able to pour our draft beer into um, that stays airtight, and the beer will stay carbonated in that vessel. And today, you know, growlers are in all different shapes and sizes. But most of the standard sizes are, you can go as low as 16 ounces for a pint, but most of them are 32 ounces, which is two pints, or 64 ounces, which is four pints. And basically, we just pour those directly from our draft system, make sure the beer is is, uh, carbonated to the proper level, put a good sealing cap on it. And if you treat that beer well, and what I mean by that is just, Simply get it, you know, leave our facility. Uh, don't put it in any extreme temperatures. And uh-huh. Just put it in your refrigerator and just keep it cool. And it'll last a, uh, a decent amount of time for you to be able to enjoy it at a later date. And, and a, a growler for, for, for people trying to visualize, this is one of those few times that I wish we were on uh, television. It, it, it kind of looks like a fancy, uh, fancier, more, more modern version of the little brown jug. Uh, it does. It does. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of people just recently, you know. So we we carry a few different versions, but we have uh, both the glass, um, and because of all the recreational traffic that we've had from the trail, I had a hard time uh, for people that were doing a through ride, say they were going to ride all the way from Pittsburgh to, to Washington D.C. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would stop into the brewery and they wanted a growler, but they didn't want to commit to the price or having to carry something with them on their limited space that they have with their bicycles. So we came up with the idea of, of having plastic growlers down there. It's a little and bit lighter way, and a little bit lighter and safer so they don't break as easy. Absolutely. And yeah. the price point was, was so reasonable that if they decided not to take the growlers with them that they we only charge a dollar for our plastic growlers. Okay. Let's and the uh, Go ahead. Let's take our, our, our second break. Time goes so fast. When we come back, I want to ask you about the, the, you mentioned some of the legal issues that you weren't sure what those are, and, and I'm sure people will have questions about that, you know, dealing with the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board, the federal alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, 
with the health department, with the, the local authorities, because that, to me, would be a challenge for most of us. Uh, can you stick around for a few more minutes? Absolutely. Okay. Jeffrey Bloom is the founder and brewmaster of Bloom Brew. They are located in West Newton, uh, right adjacent to the Great Allegheny Passage Trail, uh, right off the downtown area in the Volunteer Fire Department there in West Newton, 724-322-4494. You can find them on Facebook at Bloom, Bloom Brew. That's hard for me to say. Or you can go to bloombrew.weebly.com, and they're open uh, Wednesday and Friday evenings and Saturday from noon until 10. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest this morning for a final few minutes is Jeffrey Bloom from Bloom Brew. They are celebrating their fourth anniversary this month. Uh, they are located in West Newton. It's a craft brewery. Uh, started out as a hobby and has become a side business for uh, the founder, Jeffrey Bloom, there in West Newton. You can find them on Facebook at Bloom Brew. You can also find them online, bloombrew.weebly.com, or you can call them 724-322-4494. They're open Wednesday and Friday evenings and Saturdays from noon until 10. When we took the break, I asked you uh, about the legality of this. You mentioned that when you were first getting into this kind of as a hobby, you know, the, the rules were still very kind of vague as to what you could do and what you couldn't do. What are some things that I, 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 I mean, I guess a lot of us have a vision in our head of like the revenuers, you know, like bootlegging. Um, but times have changed. The, have the rules gotten easier? The laws have gotten easier? The rules have definitely gotten easier. Um, the, um, it, there are a lot of different aspects to this, too. And you are right. You know, it's the ATF. Um, so, like, I'd love to tell a couple of these stories, but... For instance, naming a beer. Okay. Okay. I have to start, and I actually have to go through a an approval process through the ATF. Um, which, back when I first started to do this, it was all still paperwork. You would submit paperwork, and it'd be a lengthy process. You know, sixty days, ninety days, and then if you got turned on, it would you'd have to restart the process over again. Um, if you would make a beer with what the federal government would have deemed a an exotic ingredient, this was four years ago. Okay. And they only had a very limited number of ingredients that were pre-approved for the beer process. What were the ex- what and, would they consider an exotic ingredient uh, when you got well, started? I'm going to tell you. Four yeah. years ago, they used to consider lime lime <laughs> peel as an exotic ingredient. Okay. Lime, so, lime that I can go at Giant Eagle or, or Foodland or Shop and Save and buy a bag of limes. That was exotic, huh? Ab- absolutely. Okay. You know, and then right. on top of that, you already had a lot of commercial breweries that were already using some of these ingredients, and they had been proven and used, you know, for a number of years. But it's a little bit um, easier if you're Anheuser Busch or you're Miller Coors and you've got lawyers and, and, you know, thousands of people working for you. How many people work at Bloom Brew? Actually, nobody works there officially. It's just all uh, volunteer <laughs> friends and family. Okay. So, so that's a little different yeah, for the, the paper handling the paperwork then. It is. You know, at this point, it's myself and my wife, uh, my brother, both my daughters, and another good friend of mine. And then we just have uh, some some other friends that step in and help us out with shows. Um, so it's definitely a family affair. At okay, the so, so I, I interrupted you. You were talking about the, the permitting process just for flavored beers because that's one of the things you specialize in is beers that are brewed with 
different, um, uh, uh, I was going to say vegetables, but more fruits and spices and things. Absolutely. You know, okay. so my, one of my favorite stories is, you know, if, if I would file a recipe and it would have to go through the federal government, uh, originally it used to be very difficult to get any of these uh, beers that would, like I said, that would fall into that category of being an exotic ingredient. Mm-hmm. Now, they have streamlined a lot of that since then, and a lot of the stuff is now submitted online. We should mention, too, that your your beers, the people can't go down to the local beer distributor or Giant Eagle or Get-Go or whatever and buy the beer. They have to come to you. You don't sell it in cans or bottles, for instance. I Yeah, currently I don't, just simply because we don't make enough of it. We only do the one-barrel batches at a time, and uh, definitely at the moment we just sell everything in the form of draft. So it's we like do have a, a couple a couple of small accounts that we do distribution for. Okay. But no canning canning or bottling at the moment. Uh, we, we've, we've talked for almost the full half hour here. We only have a couple minutes left. And we haven't talked about what the doggone beer tastes like. And I want to ask you about uh, that. Jeffrey Bloom is the founder and brewmaster at Bloom Brew. As he mentioned, it is a family affair. It is a craft brewery that uh, is celebrating its fourth anniversary this month. They're located in West Newton, adjacent to the river and to the trail. 724-322-4494. You can also find him on Facebook at Bloom Brew. So what are some of the beers that you have right now and i know they they change correct they do uh simply because we brew three to four times a week usually every saturday like uh, usually in the middle of the week we just start to keg everything that that it fermented and is ready to be kegged so by saturday we usually average about four or five new beers that we put on this rotation we have a half dozen beers that we try to keep on tap at all times just because they're in such high demand but I'd say the other 18 slots that we have open, we just constantly try new beers out and bring new things up to the board. Um, but one thing that we're we're known for is fruit beers, and even more specifically, it's something that I've been um, brewing and experimenting with for a long time, and they are sour beers. Okay. And a sour beer, every all the flavor and everything that you get from a sour beer is actually from the yeast strain. And the beers are aged for an extended period of time. We do a lot of our sour beers in both red and white wine barrels. Um, and we get a lot of people that are be like, well, I just drink wine. But they'll come in, they'll try one of our sours. And more often than not, you know, after a few visits, they're just leaving with one of the new sour beers. So there's definitely something for everybody. If someone, for some reason, can't make it to West Newton, uh, are you going to be at any events or shows that they might see you at in the upcoming months? We do probably one of the premier shows. It's going to be um, the, the tickets sell out pretty much in advance, but it's one of the larger venues we do. It's it's a Construction Junction that's down in Point Breeze, mm-hmm. and I believe it's their twelfth season for this. But it's called the Steel City Big Pour, uh, and it's basically a celebration of all the local breweries. And they usually average about forty to fifty breweries, uh, thirty to forty local food vendors, restaurants, and so forth, live entertainment. You pay a one-time ticket purchase, and they have everything that's just general admission tickets all the way up to VIP seating. And um, you you get to sample and eat your way through a three-hour window for a set (laughs) amount of money. And it's definitely definitely an experience. And like I said, you'll you'll definitely find, you know, something to your liking. It's just nice to have that large variety of both food and 
and libations to be able to try. So, so if you're going to the uh, Steel City Big Pour at uh, Construction Junction, you will see Bloom Brew. If you're not, you can see them uh, Wednesdays and Fridays from 4 until 10, or Saturdays from noon until 10. They are located near the Great Allegheny Passage down in West Newton. Uh, they are called Bloom Brew. They are at 724-322-4494. Bloom Brew on Facebook or bloombrew.weebly.com. And they are on the lower level of the West Newton Volunteer Fire Department. Jeff Bloom is the founder. He has been our guest. Jeff, thank you very much. Are you open all year round? We are open all year round. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to add one other thing, yeah. too, and we do try to keep updated on that, but we do have a list of all the events that we attend. Um, so okay. if you take the time to either go to Facebook or our um, webpage, either or, it'll be listed you know, by the day, by the month, and everything. So we, we probably have about 10 or 12 larger venues, you know, events that we do. And then as far as having live music and the different food trucks and everything, we make sure that, that we keep all that information up to date and posted. So That is good. And we are open. Uh, yeah, we're open, you know, currently just the three days a week, but we are open all year long. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I really uh, enjoyed being on your show. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.